morning, Dave. How's it going, mate? Very well, thank you. How are you? Very well, very well. I love it when we press record. You take on a new demeanour. You're like a true pro these days. Professional, aren't I? What can I say? Just getting into character. You're like a method actor now. Now you've done that commercial for that clothing company. You're sort of like a... Sort personal menswear, yes. Personal menswear. You're sort of like uh, a blown-up Tom Cruise now. You're like Tom Cruise, but bigger and better. More Rav Wilding off Crime Watch, I would say, personally. <laughs> you do look Rav Wilding. Have a TikTok like that, like me. <laughs> I had a TikTok account, but no, I've got a lie. It will chat. I was doing really childish things on there, so I had to stop. No, he was, talking, he, was talking, he was talking about one of those lights, you know, one of those special lights that light up your face and all that kind of stuff. He's just surprised you uh, have all home set up there yet. Well, I, I don't even have, I don't have anything. Well, <laughs> Dave just does it from any angle, doesn't he? Sometimes he's high, sometimes he's low. I'm literally sat here in the pants. <laughs> that is as good as that. That is as good as this is getting. That's it. That is that is going. That's, that's a million views right there. That's the money shot. There we go. Oh, brilliant! <laughs> I don't know where to go from there, Dave. But where I should go is to why we're here to what we're here to speak about the fight. Um, I know you've done a few interviews. We've set up a couple, and you're going to do a few podcasts. I'm obviously everyone wants to talk to you about it because you're probably more well-placed than anybody to give us an opinion. Um, I want to start off by relating it back to you a little bit. When um, you look at those two guys out there in the press conference yesterday, you get the call from TalkSport. Dave, come and speak to us about this fight. Tell us your opinion. What was it like sparring Tyson? What was it like sparring Dylan? Blah, blah, blah. Do you think, you look at those two men, four years your senior, and you look at the sort of dedication and what you're sort of putting into it now, how far Tyson Fury is coming four years, and is there a part of you that's like, I don't want to fucking talk about this fight anymore. I just want to be back out there. Back at there doing it myself, I should be part of this. Not really, no. <laughs> to be honest, not really. Um, I look at Tyson Fury and Dylan White. I'm just a boxing fan, aren't I? You yeah. Know? Light years away from that. Even when I was at my best, I was only um, I was only I think I was rated 15 in the world. That's as high as I got. So these men are headlining Wembley, 94,000 people. I just watched as a fan mate. To be honest. Um, it will, it will be a great night as well. You know, I, I am looking forward to it. The undercard, I'll probably watch um, Britain's Got Talent or something until 10 o'clock yeah, and then put the, the big fight on. So the big, the big fight is the big fight is a super fight. It's two British heavyweights, mm-hmm. you know, at our national stadium mm-hmm. for all the marbles. So um, it, it is a genuine super fight, in my opinion. I, I, I'm, I'm excited to watch it. Yeah, I think, I think everyone is. I mean, what, what have you made so far of like the... Sort of, uh, we were speaking to Ebony Bridges yesterday, and she gave an interesting take on the kind of Dillian's media blackout and no shows and stuff. And she said, "Well, you know, I don't think it's about mind games because no one can play mind games with Tyson. I think it's more about getting spoke about and you know getting people talking about him because he doesn't want to be the B side of this fight. He thinks he deserves to be a 50-50. And by him not showing up, you know, he's never been spoke about more." Well, I think it's more like Dylan White's in base in Portugal, and I don't think he can be asking getting flights back and forth, and. Um, He's probably backing himself and thinks if I wouldn't beat Tyson Fury, I'd become the ring magazine, WBC, and number one heavyweight in the world. Mm. You know, the overnight he becomes one of the most famous men alive. So he's just backing himself. You don't need the media stuff. If he wins if he wins Saturday night, what 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 does it matter if he did a press conference or not? He becomes the number one man in, in boxing, maybe just behind Canelo. So mm. I just say that he's backing himself. He thinks he's gonna win this fight, you know. If he's going to all the press conferences, flying back and forth from Portugal, I see that he has supreme confidence that he wins Saturday. 
You know, he's not bothered about the media stuff. He's not bothered because he's going to become the number one man from Saturday night. So, um, again, not mind games. Again, I just think it's a it's a it's a fact that he doesn't want to be flying from Portugal to England um, every couple of weeks. So, I'm with him 100 percent on that. I, I agree with with what he's done. What's your take on it, Brian? Now, Dave's done it. I'm not uh, Dave's said it, I'm, I'm not just copying, but he, he's right, you know, he's made me realise, you know what, he, he doesn't need the attention, does he? he, he he's probably thinking in his head, I'm that confident when I win on Saturday night, then why do I need to go and get get that sort of um, coverage, you know, because he's going to get it Saturday night, like they, they, Dave's saying. <laughs> the, the fact, I, I don't think he's going to be a straightforward, but I think Tyson Fury's going to win it, but um, I just don't think he's going to be straightforward. I think there could be a couple of knockdowns before before the inevitable, but um, that's just my opinion. I was going to was going to come to you on that one, uh, Dave. I don't know if you've seen the sort of first face to face, but you know, one of my take from that was that that Tyson Fury seemed very very nicey, nicey, like he was almost a bit uh, wary or a bit tiptoe around Dillian. He's usually in people's face. He's usually you know talking them down, trying to make them feel silly. You know, playing up to that kind of caricature of Tyson Fury that we kind of all love now in these. Uh, press conferences, but it seemed very different. It just seemed very much like, yeah, Dillian's a good guy. I like him. Is, is that because he's taking it more serious or is it because he's, you know, he's taking it less serious, do you think? Well, these two have been friends for about 10 years. You know, um, we, made, we went to Newcastle yesterday, mate, like, I want to watch the press conference. I said, mate, it's going to be boring. Mm. These are friends. Like, they are they are friends. You know, they've got a lot of respect for each other. And um, they're 33 years old apiece. This fight sells anyway. They don't need fake animosity. They like each other. They respect each other. They're probably both a little bit wary of each other. Mm. So it's going to be nice. You know, you've got, you got John on one side, ready to kick off at, if anyone breathes near him. You know, and, and you've got about 60 people doing the right ready to do the same. So I think I think uh, Tyson and Dunn have got a hell of a lot of respect for each other. The pressure on them two men fighting in front of 94,000 people in front of millions at home is unbelievable. Why, why add to that pressure? I, later in my career, at the start, me, I used to try and get me, my first five or six fights at the weigh-in, I was a nuisance. And then later on in my career, I just thought, why am I adding pressure to myself? Just get weighed in, shake their hand, and just wish them the best. And then and then go home or back to the hotel and just put your feet up and relax. You know, and these two are the same. The, the nervous energy uh, it, it will be expend, can be expended the way in the press conferences. And they're probably just thinking, you know what? Let me get in that ring Saturday night as near as 100 as possible and just trying to get the business done. So I think there's a lot of respect there. I think I think they are friends and I think they just want to get to Saturday night, really. Yeah. yeah. I, I am the same. Like, it's absolutely no point kicking off. You just pile the pressure on yourself because at the end of the day, if, if you get beat and you've, you've kicked off of the way and said, I'm going to fucking knock you out and all that, and then you get beat, you make yourself look a ride swap. You know, it's, I think it's maybe a British mentality. We love, we love an underdog. You know, we 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 want to get behind people. I mean, I think Dillian's earned his shot. You know, more than anyone, everyone wants to see him get it. I think, I think Tyson Fury's the strong favourite. He's, he's he's more skilled and he, and he should win in the later rounds. But there's there's something about the fight. Even though I like Tyson so much, I just I want to see Dillian put him down. I want to see Dillian you know, catching one of those massive hooks or over the top shots and 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 put him down there. But I wonder whether it's the underdog, you know, the the want of the underdog in me that's that's thinking it could happen. Is is this a straightforward night for Tyson Fury? I think it's a mismatch in terms of in terms of boxing ability, size. Um, share, I've been I've been sharing the room with both from boxing mm. boxing and sparring Dillian and sparring Tyson. There's only one winner. I, I don't see how 
don't think has a has a chance at all. Punch's yeah. chance maybe, but you have to land that shot. I, I don't think he has a chance, but sparring stories are interesting. And and I've 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 I remember sparring people and thinking, looking at looking upon box track and thinking, this fella's useless. I've sparred him and I thought and, I, and I've had nightmares of him. And I thought, why is this? But fighter A beating fighter B doesn't mean that fighter A will be will, will beat fighter C and B may beat C and that's an equation that a lot of people should get their head around because I don't I don't don't think I said it properly myself. And and I don't think Dylan White's an awkward fighter. He's awkward it was awkward for me because he had real long arms and a good jab. That that's not a problem to Tyson, but it's very hard because he his style like look at Dylan White and what what how, what would you say his style is? What would you say he is? He's, he's a he's a strong man, he's got a good jab, a good left hook. Mm. Called the body snatcher, but I wouldn't. I've never really seen him be a vicious body puncher or, or stop anyone to the body. He's pretty basic, but he's super tough and strong, and he's a he's a decent puncher. But I, I wouldn't say he's awkward at all. But but the 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 way he moves and you know the the way he moves his his, his head and the way he carries himself. Maybe that's something for Tyson that he finds awkward. I bought Flynn Roy Thomas, who was the most basic average southpaw in the world. And for 13 rounds, I watched him, I watched 13 rounds of him. I couldn't, I couldn't work him out for the life of me. And he was terrible. But he was just all wrong for me. He was very herky-jerky, you know, and he he, he had a, he, his, his lead hand position was, was, was awkward for me. I just couldn't work him out, and he was terrible. Yeah. So Dylan White may end up proving being all wrong for Tyson Fury and, and beating him. You know, even though Tyson Fury, for me, would beat everyone that Dylan White has beat. So... I don't know, it's a difficult one. I'm looking forward to it because a couple of years ago, I said Tyson Fury would win this easily, but now with experience, I think Dylan White could be all wrong for him. I, I, I think Tyson Fury will win. I think it is a bit of a mismatch. I think he will stop him, but that, that could prove to be the, the, the case that Dylan White just is, is his bogeyman. Who's, who's the bigger puncher, Dave? Tyson Fury for me. Yeah. Um, I watched Dylan White over 10 rounds and he never bothered me. I think that's that same myth that keeps being said all the time here. You know, Dillian's a big puncher. He's a bigger puncher. He could catch Fury. But I, I, Fury's got six inches on him. He's got like a couple of stone, you know, he, he, well, a fair bit of weight. He's he's a big puncher, Tyson Fury. He proved that against Deontay Wilder. And that brings me to our yeah. next question. Does he does he go in there to, Does he go in there on Saturday? Does he go in there and outbox him, use all his, his array of skills? Or does he do, do what he did to, to uh, Deontay Wilder in the second fight? Does he go in there and just say, I'm bigger, I'm stronger, and I'm just going to steamroll you? I think Tyson... You know, we say about him being, carrying more power. You don't have to be the biggest puncher in the world to knock somebody out. Mm. If Dylan White hits him, if if Dylan White hits Tyson Fury on the chin with a good shot, Tyson Fury will will, will, will go over. He'd be on the floor numerous times. Nikolai Thurfred him on the floor. So does Steve Cunningham at cruiserweight. So uh, I'm not saying Dylan White has a lack of power, and I'm definitely not saying he doesn't have the power to put Tyson Fury over. I think with Tyson, I think box on the back foot like he did in in the Klitschko fight and. And the, and the first Wilder fight is the way of going about beating Dylan White. You know, like the second Shadora fight, he can he can he can make Dylan look uh, he'll make him look clumsy at times and slow. But in, in boxing like that, and if he's weighing in lighter, it gives Dylan White more more chance to land the big shot. You know, whereas if he comes like a wrecking ball, maybe he takes Dylan White out early in a couple of rounds, but but maybe he rushes on to something as well. So I'm going to ask you both the same question here. Um, how do you? Who do you think is going to win? How do you think it's going to go? And who would you like to win? So I, I think um, Tyson Fury will start boxing like on the back foot. I think that's how he's going to go about the fight. 
and then I think he he'll be caught. I think he'll be caught. He might he might get put over, and then uh, late on I think Tyson Fury stops him like round eight or nine. I think he stops him late on. I think Fury stops White in in uh, two or three rounds. Really? Um, yeah, I think um, I think he's going to be far too sharp for him. Way way too sharp. Um, that's what it'll come down to, speed. I think Dylan White will come out. I think he'll try to be aggressive. Uh, and, I, and I think I think Tyson will catch him with something. Tyson Fury with 10-ounce gloves. Um, now he's trained by Sugar Hill. He may be on the back foot. He, 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 he may be uh, on the back foot and being a little bit defensive. But, you know, Sugar Hill don't train him. Don't train him to win on points over 12 rounds. He turns into him by a knockout, and um, I think Tyson will take him out early. I think he'll catch him early. I think I think he'll take him out. I think he'll take him out with one shot early on. Um, and I would like Tyson to win as well. Tyson's a friend of mine. I would, I would like to see him win. I think he's great for boxing, and I think I think the Tyson against the Usyk Joshua rematch winner is the it will be the biggest fight of, of my lifetime in my in, in my opinion. I want to see him and both. I want to see Saturday even more. I want to see that music fight even more after hearing you uh, sum it up there, mate. I'm somewhere in between the both of you about sitting on the fence. I think that um, Tyson will suss him out for a couple of rounds, have a look at him, and then he'll just prove himself. He'll go for it, did he, and prove himself to be a bit too slow and not quite as uh, classy and as thick as Tyson. I think he'll get stopped in the middle round six, seven. Um, but yeah, I can only see it going one, one way. Dave, thanks for chatting to us, mate. It's good to see you happy and uh, doing well, mate, seeing you all your fighters. You're on the road more times than the Megabus at the moment, up and down the country. Yeah, it's aging, it's aging me a little bit, you know, travelling, doing a lot of travelling, but uh, yeah, the amateurs are flying, mate, you know, we're, we, we don't have many losers, which is good, but they do train full-time, so we yeah. do have that advantage over, over most, but um, going really, really well, so yeah, I'm enjoying it, and my own career is, is um, is winding down nicely. So, uh, so yeah, all, all, all is well, thank you. So nothing on the car to you next, mate? Nothing planned at the moment? Not really, mate. Not, not, not really. Now, um, it's difficult because, you know, you can, I can box a Nathan Gorman or a Fabio Wardley. Yeah. I've five rounds in three years. So, you know, these offers that come in, they're, they're, they're trying to pay me from, from a record at this point. And Brian, you know, he's, he's at the same stage as me as a career now. You know they offer you money and they're just paying for your for your name and your record. And um, but but I, I'm I'm I can't beat a Nathan Gorman right now after having five rounds in three years. So yeah, you know I'm. Uh, you definitely yeah. not this stage I'm at because uh, I'm like seven or eight years older than you. So you're you've definitely got the upper hand. But physically, physically, I'm, you've been yeah, in with the best. I'm older than you, Brian. I feel about ninety years old, mate. <laughs> but you, you are right they're after your record because you've been the best they're looking at doing a better job than the next and it's yeah. the same sort of thing I'm getting because I don't get stopped very often the next person's always trying to knock me out and stop me early so they yeah. can do a better job it'd be a close one that on the fitness level Brian's had more pints of Peroni but Dave's had more tea cakes in his time so it's a 50-50 it's a I reckon I'm yeah. 27 minute, but I'm still shifting. I'm still shifting 100 meters under 12 seconds, so I'm not there too. Bad. I see, mate, I see you. Play, I see you playing table tennis, though. You're like Forrest Gump. Man, I can do. About, I can do about everything. I'm. I'm an all-round sportsman, aren't I? Yeah, he's like, he's, when, it, when the little one comes, mate, and you go to sports day, you'll be like the number one dad. You walk around with all the badges and all that. By the time my kids five, I'll be about 47. I'll not be doing nothing. Big up Zoe Robinson while we're here as well. Big, big, big great woman. 
Absolutely great woman. Well, you know what? She said, are you going to hit me this time? I said, fucking am I? Have this. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, great to chat to you, mate. You're in danger of becoming mature, pal. You're doing well. Get in there, mate. I will, I will speak to you soon, mate. I'm looking forward to catching up yeah. after Saturday. Enjoy the day. All the best, mate. Thank you very much. See you later, boys. Thank you. 